0: Hello, welcome to MedCurity Live. I'm Amanda Hepper, and this is April Needham. We are excited today to talk to you about walkthroughs, which is the last part of conducting a HEPA risk assessment. But before we get started, I need to call out our booth. We're so excited. This is the debut of the booth. We are going to be at a couple of conferences in October at the MGMA, the National MGMA in New Orleans, and at CHUG. Centricity Healthcare User Group in Orlando. More to come on that.
1: All right, Amanda, yeah, let's get started. Okay. So we're here to talk about walkthroughs today. So as you're doing a walkthrough with an organization, Mm -hmm. um, why don't you go ahead and start with telling us why those are important?
0: Well, it's really the practical assessment of a security risk assessment. So Mm -hmm. we've talked about the administrative safeguards, the technical safeguards, and the physical safeguards. And and then, how do you know that your employees, or that you've really implemented what you have talked about in the assessment? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important.
1: Great. And is it best practice to go ahead and schedule these ahead of time?
0: Yes, it is best practice to schedule it with the administrator or the privacy officer or whomever your contact is at the hospital or clinic. Mm-hmm. However, we ask that it not be announced to the employees because how else do you get uh, a real-life tap on what's going on in the organization.
1: Great. Okay, so maybe it's not announced ahead of time Mm -hmm. that you're going to be doing a walk-through, but while you're doing the walk-through, do you talk to the employees then? Yes. Yes, you do. You want to find out from the employees if they know where
0: the security and privacy policies and procedures are. You want to know if they know who their security and privacy officers are. Those may not be the same people. You You may want to ask them if they know what to do in the event of an incident. Mm -hmm. how to report it, what to do, what their roles are, and you may want to find out um, how they think about the drills that are hopefully going on. Sure, sure. And where do you start when you start a walkthrough? Where does that begin? It starts the moment that you walk in the door of the hospital or the clinic. So you want to look for the notice of uh, privacy that's posted somewhere Mm -hmm. so that um, uh, clients or patients can see those. And then you wait in line, just like patients will do. You want to see if you can overhear the next person in line reveal protected health information, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes the workflow of the practice uh, is tight, but there are things you can post a sign that says, please, you know, stay behind this line and wait till we call you forward, things like that. Uh, When the patients check in, you want to make sure that the minimal necessary information is on the sign-in sheet. Sure. So that it doesn't reveal too much information to the next patient that signs in. Mm-hmm. You also want to see if they have a visitor log, right? So we're coming in as a visitor. Are they having us check in and document the reason for our visit?
1: Right. So those, that's where you start. Great. And then so once you get in uh, and kind of take an assessment of the lobby and what's happening there, what's the next step in your assessment? Or your walk-through, excuse me. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Both part of the same thing. <laughs> uh,
0: so, you will walk through the hospital or the clinic. So, you'll walk through the hallway, um, you want to see how secure it is to get from the lobby to the patient area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be different for different organizations. So, hopefully you have a badge or you're checked in, and then you want to look around for monitors that are displayed and see if there's patient information on those. You check to see if the workstations or the computers are automatically logging off if they are left unattended. Each practice, each hospital is different. Sometimes it's tight quarters and providers are sitting at a pod and uh, updating the patient chart. So you may need privacy screens to protect okay. the information
1: mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And as you're walking through, what about if they have something hanging on a wall, like a whiteboard or something like that, where they're recording information? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do with that, that situation?
0: Yeah, good question. It's a common practice for practices to use whiteboards mm-hmm. to show where patients are at, in which room they're in. Um, but you wanna make sure, again, minimal necessary information is there so that it does not reveal too much information to somebody else. Um, that's unauthorized to view that information another thing that you may see are bulletin boards that have thank you notes which is pretty fun i Mm -hmm. mean providers and nurses and staff love to see those thank you notes Mm -hmm. however they may reveal too much patient information protected health information and so we it's best practice to get an approval for displaying that Mm -hmm. on the uh, bulletin board or just not to put them up there Okay. You know, maybe share them in a staff meeting or something like
1: that. Sure. So what other things do you look for as you're doing your walkthrough? We've kinda of talked about the lobby and the workstations, maybe the hallway, whiteboards, right. computer screens. What other things are we missing? Well, when you're walking through, you see keyboards, so you flip the keyboards over
0: to see if there was a password posted oh. <laughs> <laughs> on the bottom of the keyboard. Which is yeah, <laughs> does happen. Also, people will put post it notes Or even labels on uh, keyboards with passwords, logins, and passwords. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's not good. You want to identify that. Don't do that. (laughs) You want to look at uh, equipment to see if they have property tags on it. Okay. So that they're protecting their assets. Uh, You want to look for trash bins and shred bins and see if there is uh, protected health information, their chart notes or something like that that just got tossed into a trash bin. Okay. Which. Could present a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You want to ensure that they have best practices for shred bins. Some organizations will ensure that their uh, staff empty those shred bins nightly Great. into the into a shredder or into a locked shred bin. Okay. So you want you do not want to have that information lying around. Um, at a prior employer, I accidentally had a piece of I le- accidentally left a piece of paper in a shred bin. Had no protected health information on it. And I was spoken to the next day. <laughs> oh, sounds like <laughs> so they're on top of it. They are on mm-hmm. top of it, right? So you want to make you just want to instill those best practices. Oh, you want to open cabinets. Oh, sure. So there may be some protected health information laying there, claims reports or something like that could be laying in a cabinet. Mm-hmm. You don't want those accessible. Also, vials, lab vials may have protected health information oh. on them, mm-hmm. might be laying around. So you mm-hmm. want to check for those. Also, doors. You want to see where they store their servers and their communication equipment. I've heard, well, we keep the door unlocked because it gets too hot in the server room. So you need to (laughs) either move that server somewhere or Mm -hmm. put air conditioning in there or something like that. You need to protect. You need to make sure that your equipment is working properly. But somebody could walk in with a a thumb drive or something Mm -hmm. like that, put a virus
1: on it, or take information. That is a big vulnerability. Wonderful. That's a lot of information. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Any other tips before we wrap it up today? Sure. One thing we do as walkthroughs during office hours and then after office hours. People may be a
0: little bit more on their toes during office hours. You want to make sure that there's not piles of paper lying around that could be tempting for somebody to turn over. Sure. Right? So to keep tidy
1: desks is a Mm -hmm. really important piece Mm -hmm. of it. And how often should... Um, practices be doing a walkthrough? Is this an annual walkthrough? How often do they That's do a these? a great question.
0: Uh, it should be at least once a year as part of your annual security risk assessment. Mm-hmm. And then as a best practice, we suggest that people randomly schedule one once a quarter, unannounced, walk through with a checklist, and just see if people understand the things that we've talked about, if they're complying, maybe they feel like they got through the assessment, so now they can put their passwords back out, Mm -hmm. things like that. So to randomly schedule one once a quarter is a really good best practice. Um, And we talk about this creating this culture of compliance, which is really important. And this is one way to do that.
1: Great. Yeah, Great. Well, that's really good information, and I do like the tip there on being diligent with your walkthroughs and carrying those out throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing that expertise with us today, Amanda. My pleasure. Thank you, April. Please feel free to post any
0: questions on our Facebook page. We'd love to answer them, or if you have a suggestion for a future topic, let us know there as well. See you next time.